Hey everybody, it's Jerome Bivens in Baltimore, and I was thinking the other day, I was thinking about when I was younger, all of my interactions with doctors and people in the medical field. I remember one summer, my grandfather took me with him when he drove from Baltimore to North Carolina, because granddaddy, my mother's father, was from North Carolina, and he went back home quite often throughout the year and he took me one time and I remember when we got back to Baltimore granddaddy said to my mother my father said you need to get that boy's hearing checked out and ultimately what happened was you know my parents followed up took me to the doctor and they realized that I had fluid in my ears and on at least three different occasions I went into the hospital and I think I stayed overnight and these little teeny weeny tubes were placed in my eardrums so that the fluid would drain and that would improve my hearing. And again, this, this occurred at least three times that I remember. And of course, what I remember the most is when I had the tubes removed, um, I think most of the times, of the three times, they actually went into an outpatient clinic and they just pulled those bad boys out. And that was a little painful, uh, particularly for a kid. But I remember these episodes and I also remember getting my tonsils removed and getting my adenoids removed. I mean little kids you always go to the hospital and they take your tonsils out and you always feel like a sore throat afterwards and you always get ice cream. Uh, you know I remember when I was a little bit older my father blew his knee out uh, working for the phone company and you know he was in the cast for quite some time you know a couple weeks whatever. I remember when my mother got sick you know, went to the doctor, and, you know, I remember when my grandfather got sick, and he went to the hospital. You know, I remember throughout my lifetime, there have been so many episodes where I or somebody that I've known has dealt with the medical profession. And the one thing that's different now than when I was younger Nobody back in the day ever challenged, ever challenged a medical opinion. Nobody. Now, if it was a life or death scenario, if you're dealing with some terminal issue and the doctor would say you need to get a second opinion and then you go and you get a second opinion and you may even get a third opinion. But that was only in the most extreme circumstances. You know, I remember specifically when I was four and a half years old, or actually four years old, before I could start public school in Baltimore City, I had to get my vaccinations, measles, mumps, whooping cough. It was a whole bunch of stuff. Well, it wasn't a whole bunch of stuff, but they're standard vaccines that children have to receive before they can be admitted to public school. I think it's that way throughout the entire country. And I don't ever remember my mother saying, well, I don't know about that vaccine for measles. I don't know if it's going to be any good. I remember my father saying, oh, we ain't getting no needle for mumps. You ain't got to worry. I don't remember. I don't remember. I don't remember. And, you know, I remember once I, I busted my head and my grandfather threw me in the back of his old Impala. This was in the 60s. Took me up to Sinai Hospital. Anyway, I remember a couple of times puncture wounds. And you go to the hospital or wherever you go for your medical treatment, and the first thing they say to you, when was the last time you had a distemper shot? 
or tetanus shot. And that's not distemper. I'm sorry. Distemper is for dogs. All right. I'm going to leave that. A tetanus shot. And I don't ever remember anybody challenging somebody who was asking about a tetanus shot. Where did this notion of challenging medical experts come from? You know, I am a cancer survivor. Let me say that again. I am a cancer survivor. And thank God for the doctors and the medical people who were there for me. And thank God that I had enough sense not to challenge their diagnosis, prognosis, and treatment. You know, this is a big deal. This idea of questioning issues that deal with public health, the health of your children, the health of your family, the health of your community, where did it come from? Is this part of the legacy of Donald Trump? You know, he was a man who spewed so much division. He told so many lies. And he caused people just to question their own existence. Fake news. Oh, my God. And now we have these vaccine mandates all over the country. And we have these police departments and these other organizations that are challenging them. Goodness gracious, the next thing they're going to do is they're going to challenge the EPA's guidelines on clean air and clean water. The next thing they're going to do is they're going to challenge the Transportation Authority and this mandate that we all wear seatbelts. I mean, where does it end? Where does it end? One thing you need to think about is if you know something, God bless you. If you don't know something, you need to find an expert and you need to rely on the expert and you need to be satisfied that the expert is giving you the information that you need. Medical doctors, I trust them. Some of them are quacks, don't get me wrong, just like lawyers, just like the legal profession, you got a bunch of idiots all over the world doing all kinds of things, but I trust Fauci and I trust all the other medical experts that are trying to get us beyond this pandemic. Good health for everybody.